You're listening to VO Stories, Episode 61. I'm your host, voice of our talent, mentor, and lover of creating powerful stories, Tina Zaremba. All right, today's episode focuses on VO Atlanta, the Comic-Con of voiceovers. Now, seriously, this is a space that not only provides tools to help voiceover talent expand their careers, be it in-depth learning about various voiceover lanes one can work in, such as audiobooks, to e-learning, to many, many more, to various ways talent can market themselves, to building networks. I'm talking with the founder and executive producer of VO Atlanta, Gerald Griffith. While you're listening to the interview, pay special attention to Gerald's story called Threads. It resonated with me. Curious if it resonates with you. Share with me on Instagram how you've used a thread in your life. Without further ado, here's our talk. Gerald, thank you so much for chatting with me. For those that don't know uh, what VOA, VO Atlanta is, uh, you were kind enough to talk with me last year, but we may have some new listeners. Do you mind letting folks know what that is all about? Well, VO Atlanta is first and foremost all about people. And it's about people who happen to work and are connected with the voice acting community in some capacity or another. It's open to all levels. If someone's aspiring, they're welcome. If someone's an industry veteran who's been in, you know, 20, 30, 40 years, um, they're welcome as well. And um, probably the only thing we do ask, you know, sometimes if I'm talking to people who are very, very new, I will encourage them to take at least an intro class. Okay. prior to coming, because I don't know if it's fair to them to just throw them into the fire and they're, they have no clue of what it is that they're getting into. And I don't want them to you know, feel intimidated when they're in some of these sessions. So I do ask that they at least take an intro class to be able to have some conversation and have a clue as to what they're talking about. So do you have two tracks for, pardon me, I don't know if you heard that, uh, two tracks for individuals that are attending, like one who, uh, a track for folks who maybe are a little greener in voiceovers and a track that's for more seasoned voiceover talent? Well, what we've started trying to incorporate this year is a little more information in terms of what level someone might be at. It's a little tricky because voice actors come from so many different uh, areas of industry and professions and educational levels that, you know, that's one aspect of them being a talent. But Say, for instance, someone may have worked in commercial voice acting for a long time, but now they want to go to audiobooks. Well, how do you really classify them? Right. Because they're not a beginning voice actor, but they're a beginning voice actor in the area of audiobooks. And they're not necessarily the same thing if, you're, you know, if all of your training has been for you to do 15 to 60 second spots. And all of a sudden you're going into an area where you may be reading for six or eight hours at least then that's a different type of training and maybe a different type of uh, client that you're working with. So in those regards, you are somewhat of a novice in that genre of voice acting, even though you're not a novice in voice acting overall. Yeah, you mentioned that last year I went to VO Atlanta and it was overwhelmed and in a fabulous way overwhelmed. There was just so much and I had never thought about audiobooks and I went to a breakout session on that and realized that that it was like a whole new world uh, opened up to me that I had never known anything about. And I've been in the industry for a while. So it was really exciting to learn more. Now, you mentioned that VO Atlanta is appropriate for folks who are new to voiceover as well as seasoned talent. Who would not be right for VO Atlanta? Well, you know, as I was going over, you know, that question in my head, I was thinking, 
if there's someone, you know, because as a marketing effort and things like that, sometimes you think, you know, gosh, I want to get, you know, all these people to come. But I do think there are some limits to that. Um, and, and for me, the, the thing I would say, VO Atlanta is not well suited for a particular person would be someone who's looking for a quick fix. If they're thinking that I'm going to come there and all of my woes are going to be solved, that's probably not realistic. If they're coming there looking for customers, we get that a lot of times, you know, what is my ROI going to be? You know, I'm like, well, it's a peer-based event. So I'm not thinking you're going there to book jobs, you know, from people because it's not a career fair type of things like that. Um, In fact, I use, I borrow Home Depot's things sometimes to say, you know, you can build it, we can help. So what we do is try to make the tools and resources available to you so that once you leave, you can improve your situation you can improve the way you do things. And by extension, you can improve the likelihood that you experience success. I 100% agree with you. And to piggyback off that last year when I attended, I had never had a support group of, of other VO talent that where we hold each other accountable and four other females and I uh, created our own little sandbox group where we connect and just cheer each other on and talk about any pain points or challenges or wins we may be having. And that's been so lovely to have because we're so isolated as talent often, you know, working. Yeah. And the, the building of the networks is, is something that's really, really an integral part of, of the VO Atlanta experience. And it's sometimes difficult for people to grasp until they've been there, um, how valuable that is, because even to date, you know, two months out, you know, there are people registered from like 40 states here in the U.S. and over 15 different countries. What? So where else could you go to literally connect with voice actors from around the world and open up opportunities that you never even imagined? Because so much work is done by referral. I know people think, oh, I'm going to get an agent or I want to be on this pay to play and stuff. But so many times talent refer work to each other because you may be on a project and someone simply asks you, hey, do you happen to know someone that, you know, maybe a male talent because we want, you know, a male and a female talent on this project? Well, you're not an agent, but you do a referral. And so you're going to call someone. And wouldn't it be great if they say, hey, you know, do you know anyone who speaks Spanish? And you know what? Well, yes, I do, because I was at VO Atlanta and I met a ton of people from Latin America who speak Spanish fluently. And some of them even live here in the U.S. And so I'm able to make a solid and professional and a great referral to that partner. And I'm sure you'll agree that this community of voiceover talent, it's not, I did not feel at VO Atlanta that there was this sizing up one another or this competitive thing. I really felt that everyone was supporting and cheering each other on. It's just so lovely. Yeah, there's a lot of that that goes on. Um, I think what, what that stems from is at its core, what we try to do is create an environment where you are a person first and then you're a talent or whatever you know, area that you operate on. Because if, if I can like you as a person and I can get to know you as a person, the rest of it becomes a lot easier because I feel like you're someone I want to do business with. I want to learn from. I want to share with. I want to refer you. But it all stems from having met you and had a chance to, to connect with you in some way that you, you can't get from just Facebook experiences or webinars and things like that. Right. And to that, you guys have, I don't work for VO Atlanta, you guys, but I did have a fabulous time last year. You have these wonderful, um, where they're not like working sessions, you know, the 
different fun nights and different mm-hmm. events where folks can just get together and hang out and do whether it's yoga or dancing or meeting at the barn, having a drink. I really appreciated that as well. Yeah, we do a Friday night chill. And, and it's always interesting because when I started the Friday night chill thing, uh, someone said to me once, he said, well, you know, that's a lot of time to dedicate to, to things that aren't voiceover related. You know, you can do another session there or we could have another workout or whatever. And I said, you know, the point of Friday night chill is that whatever we plan during the Friday night chill time, I don't want to have anything to do with voiceover. I just want it to be an opportunity for people to get together and have a good time. So we have finger painting, we have karaoke, we have, you know, a few different things. There's a, a, a bourbon and cigar thing that I do, you know, where I'll just buy a case of cigars and a, and a big thing of bourbon or whatever, and I'll have a point person and they just, you know, they'll sit outside and just enjoy a little drink and, and have a cigar and stuff like that and just have a chance to get to know each other, not in front of a keyboard or a microphone or mixer or anything else, but just people. Yeah. And you know what? At the end of the day, if people can become more comfortable in being in the moment and real and connecting, that is so invaluable to our work as well. Yes. Oh, absolutely. It's, it's critical to your work. And it's it's opportunity, you know, and I'll, I'll share this really quick lesson with you and thing I call threads. And you may have heard me talk about threads before. A, a thread is just an opportunity for you to connect with someone in some way that has nothing to do with the obvious. And what that means is you're at a voiceover conference. So talking to someone about voiceover is the obvious thing. But getting to know where someone is from and maybe realizing that you came from the same state or maybe the same city, city, or who knows, maybe you went to the same college or you were in the same, you know, you're both in the military or you're both in the same branch of the military or you both like the color blue. Who cares what it is? What matters is that you find something in some way to connect with people because they will remember that a lot more about you than you simply being one of hundreds of people who run around asking that generic question of, would you listen to my demo? Right. And we even solve that problem because demos are all a part of the profiles which are built into the app that we have for the conference. And so anybody can listen to your demo at any time. And you don't even have to walk around trying to say, you know, here's my disc or here's my link or something. It's all in your profile. Yep, yep, yep. So tell me, I know that you guys have have some new additions and adjustments for the 2019 conference. Can you tell us a little bit about that? (laughs) (laughs) Well, we're we're enhancing the app a lot more than we did last year. We're integrating a few more games and things, you know, because we love giving away prizes and, and all types of things. So we're integrating some more stuff with that. I'm really pushing the agents and directors and and things like that to really utilize the app even before the conference, that if they're looking for someone, if they need someone on their roster, that they can go through the app and and do a search and find resources and message them before the conference ever starts. So I really wanted to expand and extend that opportunity for people to um, get more out of the conference than just the time that they're on the ground. Because for me, the conference isn't just about the days you spend here in Atlanta. It's about the weeks before it and the months after it. Um, And so I've done a lot more. We're revamping, also revamping our online experience so that people who can't physically join us will have the opportunity to experience more of the conference than they ever have in the past. So we will actually have a virtual conference experience that'll be available for people who can't attend in person. 
And so uh, we're redoing that and it's going to have full production value to it. There'll be normally in the past, we've only done like panel discussions as part of our uh, streaming stuff, but we actually will be including a number of breakouts, um, some podcasts, some other exclusive interviews and a number of other things in there. So in all, I think it's about 30 hours of content that will be a part of the uh, virtual experience. And those attending in person will automatically have that access for like 60 days after the conference. So if there's something they missed at the conference, they can go back and have a chance to enjoy that as well. Very cool. Very cool. So the voiceover industry, or I should say like the voiceover industry, VO Atlanta is growing and adapting with it. How do you keep this conference current and relevant? I don't. Um, I, I don't. And, I, and what I mean by that is VO Atlanta is built around the idea that it's, it's not my job to be the expert at voiceover. It's my job to maintain relationships with people who are experts. And by the way I do that is I have great relationships with agents, casting directors, producers, and people like this. And what I, what I do with them is I come to, come, come to them and I say, hey, listen, when you're getting auditions and you're getting submissions for various projects and you think to yourself, ah, oh, man, I really wish people would do more of X, or I really wish the talent knew more about blah, or I wish people would just give me this. What is that thing? What is that blank that you fill in there that, that I can look for resources to incorporate into the conference? Or do you know someone who can, can bring that resource in a training manner to the people of the conference so that what they're learning is relevant from the people who are making hiring and referral decisions? Mm. So it's not Gerald thinking up what you all need on the agenda. It's the people like the agents and directors. So if you're wanting to know, gosh, you know, how do I know that's what's, what's needed? Well, you know that's what's needed because that's where it's coming from. Smart. I like that. So how can folks learn more about you and VO Atlanta? Well, it's at the website, voatlanta.me. Try and you know, keep up with it. There's tons of stuff in there and, and we're constantly adding more content to it as well. So um, that's really the place to start. Is, you know, if they get on our mailing list, we'll be sending updates there as well. And uh, there's just a lot that goes on with it. We revamped the Spanish program. So that'll be a lot more engaging than it has been in the past. And uh, we're looking forward to that. So it's really growing. And, you know, the, the thing for me I feel most excited about is just when people get to the end of it and, and they, they feel like they've been engaged. They feel like they've built their network. They feel like, feel like they've, you know, refined their skills and things like that. And, and all those elements are super important because if you're likable, it's more likely that you get referrals. If you're proficient and professional, it's more likely that you're going to get referrals and, and that you're going to get more work and you're going to build a, a more sustainable career across time. Absolutely. Yeah. I'm excited. So VO Atlanta's website again is voatlanta.me. voatlanta.me. Wonderful. Gerald, it's always a pleasure to talk to you. I really appreciate all you do for the community. And uh, Likewise, Tina. Be sure to come over and give me a hug. You know, we hug in the South. So. I, oh, I'm a hugger, honey. And I will uh, find you for a bourbon and a cigar as well. <laughs> Woo! You know what I love about Gerald? He sincerely is passionate about making VO Atlanta better and better every year. Did you connect to his thread story? Please share with me on Instagram your connection.
The reason why I wanted you to pay particular attention to the thread story is that I feel we's talent can sometimes fall into this place of, please help me when we're talking to someone. And we're coming sometimes from this space of, what's in it for me? Versus, what's your story? And looking for, as Gerald says, the thread that connects us. Trust me, it is there. Uncover it. You'll be building a stronger and more meaningful relationship with someone. And that's truly what I believe matters. Well, thank you so much for taking the time to listen in. Until next week, as always, here's to owning our voices. <laughs>